This is Martha Chavez, and you're listening to the Yuck Yucks Comedy Podcast. Visit us anytime at youtube.com forward slash yuck yucks to watch stand-up comedy clips of some of your favorite comedians. Be sure to visit us at www.yuckyucks.com. Twitter. Twitter. And follow us on Twitter using hashtag YYCP. is going on my little yuckamaniacs <laughs> I'm, I'm having a difficult time maintaining my run uh, randy macho man savage intro every week the uh the strip club uh dj voice that i love to do for you guys my little yuckamaniacs jh stage one jh stage one um oh, wait welcome to the show it's the yucky x comedy podcast i am your host jake hirsch thank you so much for joining me uh we've got a fantastic show lined up this week for you uh, but before we get into that, a couple of announcements. We are still in the final week, ladies and gentlemen. A little drum roll here. We, I could probably just get a goddamn sound effect for that, I, I would imagine. But, uh, hey, we're in the final week of hooking up the amateur contest that yours truly, Jake Hirsch, is hosting here at the Calgary uh, Yuck Yucks. Now, uh, before everybody starts piping up about, hey, you're playing favorites to your local... Uh, Yuck Yucks Club. Uh, hey, here's an idea. Pitch the show at your local Yuck Yucks, and uh, I'll be more than happy to come out and host it. Now, I'm not going on there to perform, folks. I'm just hosting. I'm just being the fat Latino Ryan Seacrest of the West, and uh, I'm going to host this thing and uh, and get up there and, and you know try to showcase these fine young these fine young performers uh, and mold them into multi-million dollar diamonds and then hopefully that they'll remember me and give me a job. Anyway, that is my goal. I hope you guys know that. To uh, help out as many comedians as I can and then so at one point they're just going to be like, you know, who would be a great roadie who just, you know, uh, drives the bus He's in charge of running and grabbing his food and Starbucks and uh, just as fun to hang out with. And they're going to think back to Jake Hirsch and then I'm going to, they're going to fly me out for the gig that they're doing in, you know, Budokan and, and their Japanese tour. And, you know, they're selling out monster theaters with Russell Peters arenas. And I'm going to be the guy in the back that's always got like a Diet Coke in one hand and a donut in the other and a smoke hanging out of his chops. And I'm just going to be like, bro, you killed it, man. Or, girl, you killed it. Yeah, I'm going to be like that guy. The dude who just kind of hangs out. He's always uh, the go-to guy for everything. Take care of problems, right? Shaker, say, hey, any of you big headliners out there listening to this, and, and, you, and you, need, uh, you need like a head of security or a head of getting nachos, you let me know. You can find me on Facebook. That's right. <laughs> and on Twitter. Uh, be sure to do that at Jake Hirsch, EG, by the way. The other part I was going to say, the other uh, part of this whole uh, equation I was going to say was I was going to start doing like a weekly shout out to, you know, who's coming where and what gigs. But then I realized is that there's so many yuck yuck clubs, uh, yuck yucks clubs across the country. It would be remiss of me to mention one without mentioning all of them. So in all fairness, uh, if something big obviously comes shooting through the, uh, you know, the big pipeline here, I'll be sure to drop the news to you. But uh, in the meantime, just go do me a favor. Check out your local listings. 
yuckyucks.com. Check us out on the web. We've got all of the dates up there. Every city that we have a club in. And don't forget as well that we have an on-tour thing, which uh, not only employs, but it, 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 it is a great proving ground. is the great training ground that is the Yucks brand that we, uh, we give these young comedians an opportunity to get out there to the, uh, to the small towns and the cities that, you know, where they usually don't get uh, a lot of play. And they're able to go and do these Yuck Yucks on tour shows, which is uh, – they're just dynamite. They're just they're, – they're, you'll see the future stars of – uh, stand-up comedy right here in Canada. Also, I don't want it to sound like I'm plugging it either. I just, nobody asked me to do that. I just was having a conversation with a young comedian this afternoon, and I thought of that. I thought, you know what? These guys are out there. Uh, and, and when I say guys, obviously, I mean guys and girls. Uh, but these performers are out there uh, week to week. They're, you know, they're grinding it out. They're, you know, they're out there. They're they're learning the trade and could not be more proud to, uh, to see some of these uh very talented young performers getting out there and, and getting crowds every night. That's, that's absolutely dynamite. And before I do forget, let me also just give a quick shout out to a good uh, friend of mine, Mr. James Mullinger, who uh, is on the East coast. He's uh, we've had him on the show before. He was a fantastic interview. Uh, Mr. James Mullinger is absolutely just killing it out there. He just wrapped up his comedy boot camp, uh, And every time he's, you know, putting updates, man, it is, it is unreal. Uh, the shows that he's doing and the crowds that he's getting out there. And also a big shout out to Pat Coppolino as well, who's also on the show before, uh, who got to, you know, hook up with his old time buddy, uh, Mr. Tom Green. They just crushed it out there on the east side of Canada doing a bunch of theater shows. And uh, it was great to see those updates. So congratulations to all of you guys out there. But like I said, a special shout out uh, to those two fine gentlemen who were, who were just killing it. Also, again, uh, be sure to check out yuckyucks.com for all the latest news and uh, updates. And Twitter. Check out Twitter, too. We're killing on Twitter. Got a bunch of stuff. Hashtag YYCP, by the way. Okay, on to today's show. We've got Sean Kerrigan. Now, if you're sitting there wondering, wait a second, Sean Kerrigan, isn't that the guy? Yes, that's the guy from The Young and the Restless. He plays the actor Stitch. Uh, on the show, and it was actually a very cool thing for me. I, I wasn't really, uh, I wasn't really aware that Sean was so deep into comedy. I thought it was something that he was kind of trying out and, and doing stuff. Turns out he's been doing it all along. Uh, he was a boxer. He is a stand-up comedian, and obviously, you know him now as an actor. Uh, he's also got a great production company. We talk about that, Woodhead Entertainment. But yes, you know him as Stitch, the heartthrob, the the uh, the good looking chap off of uh, the young and the restless and it was funny because we talk about this in the interview but I came up you know obviously during that time, well it's been on for you know however long forty years or something like that but uh, I remember growing up as a kid watching that uh, or just seeing it in the background and you know of course you know there's probably been a few times that I've kind of bought into the storyline you know you're sitting at home you're sick you're laying in your underwear you're like oh what's on TV okay. It's either going to be uh, Young and the Restless, uh, Bold and the Beautiful, uh, General Hospital, you know. So you kind of know the ones that have been around for a long time. And I look at Young and the Restless and I'm thinking to myself, God, that is unbelievable that this show is still cooking after this long. I mean, it is an absolute legacy. It's a landmark show. And to be a part of that and to, you know, Sean and I are the same age. So I know that he came up 
uh, watching this this show probably you know more than a few times and to be acting with the same people that you grew up watching is I don't know to me it's just be a complete trip but uh everybody knows all the you know old school and the new school and, and all the ones that are still out there you know the bold and the beautiful and the all my children and general hospital like there, there's just so many shows and the young and the restless always stuck it out like stood out for me because i was in love with so many of the actresses on that show come on you got to admit they're they're very very good looking well that's in all the soap operas but but really there are some very uh, people, characters that you can get attached to really easily. And, and Sean is somebody who, you know, got into the show and, you know, it's pretty cool that we, he discusses some of this, uh, in the interview about, you know, really not knowing whether he was going to be a long-term person or not, or a short-term person. And then all of a sudden, you know, he's getting married, he's having kids on the show. So to know that you've got these anchors now set in, I mean, that's got to feel good. And, and I was really wondering, how Sean was going to be uh, during this interview process, because there's always a big difference between interviewing people that have been in, you know, comedy just on the stand-up circuit uh, and have not really crossed over to the acting side. And then there's obviously I've done interviews with actors where there's a very different level of, I find openness and guardedness and stuff like that. You know, obviously when you're young and you're doing a podcast and you're a stand-up comic and stuff like that, you just kind of think, eh, I can kind of say whatever I want. And then I've interviewed some actors where they're very like, okay, listen, uh, we're going to get the pre-roll script from the, you know, the publicist. You can't ask this. You can't ask that. Don't go here. Don't go there. That's pretty common. That's pretty common trade. I got to say, Sean Kerrigan was one of the most dynamite guests that we've had on the show. Uh, and just getting the interview uh, with him and his publicist was wonderful and very easy to work with and was basically like, listen, he's an open book. So you guys just go right ahead. Uh, that doesn't happen very often. So to get that was super refreshing. And Sean is just one of the most down to earth, uh, relatable guys that, uh, that you can, that you can, you know, have a conversation with very humble, uh, very insightful and, and very, very talented. You can see, uh, where he gets that depth from. And being a stand-up comic, like I said, I was very surprised. I was like, I had no idea that he had been, this has been a lifelong thing for him. This isn't something that he just, you know, was bored. And when they're not filming, he's, you know, just out, out having fun doing some stand-up. No, this has been something that he's been in for a very, very long period of time. And, you know, he's paid his dues. He's, he's earned his chops. And, and it comes out. You catch some video of him on YouTube. Uh, check out his website. We'll put the links up. And an absolute pleasure. Sean Kerrigan was a, a dynamite interview, and uh, I really implore you to check out some of his stand-up whenever you have a chance. We were fortunate enough to get him for a night out in Toronto, and from uh, all the traffic and, and hoopla that I heard about it, man, it sounded like he did amazing. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's go talk to Mr. Sean Kerrigan. Funny, uh, well, I, I, you know, um, I, I started stand up seven years ago, and uh, then I landed on the show, and then it's the last thing I think people always 
they're like, you do stand-up comedy? I'm like, yeah, man. I've been, I've been grinding it out for a while now. That's amazing, man. Yeah. I had no idea that you even did stand-up comedy. And, and well, obviously, you know, you're... Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, dude. You're obviously huge in, in TV, and you've been in, you know, obviously some killer movies and stuff. But take me way back, man. I mean, yeah. how did you get started in this? It Like, was your love for stand-up always there growing up, or, or, or was it more into wanting to become an actor? You know, dude, I... I uh... I, I grew up from in a boxing family. Right. And so, uh, box. Yeah. I was a, I was a professional boxer for a couple of years. And, um, but I always knew even in high school, I knew, I knew that I wanted to act. Right. You know, I, I, I took drama in high school and, um, but I was always very involved in, in boxing and wrestling. Those were my two sports. And so I went off and, and I did that. I wrestled in college and then I, I boxed, I, you know, amateurs all over the country. And then I, I turned pro and I fought pro for a little bit and my fights were just getting tougher. And I was like, you know what? I want to act. And so I, I just <laughs> closed up shop in the boxing career and, and moved out to LA 15 years ago. And then I just, you know, struggled, you know, and just, you know, uh, landed parts here and there. And then in about, I don't know, maybe eight years ago, right. seven, eight years ago, I read the book born standing up by Steve Martin. Really? And it just, yeah, it changed, it changed everything for me, man. And, and I just, you know, I think we've all been, you know, you know, especially comedians, we've all been in a party and you made a bunch of, you know, your friends laugh sure. by telling a funny story and, you know, it's addictive, you know, making people laugh. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, you know what, I'm going to take a shot at this. And, you know, it's, <laughs> it's definitely different making a room full of strangers laugh, but, uh, you know, you just grind it out and you, you know, you, you suck for a while, and <laughs> at, a, at a certain point, you start to. Yeah, I mean, it's just the way it is, man. Yeah, it's and, so funny, and then man. At a certain point, you just. Yeah. Yeah, you start getting it. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, man. But it, what's funny? Is, take me back for a second. The boxy man, like we kind of, we we kind of bond over that a little bit. I I, I fought I fought pro. Uh, I was a professional boxer oh, okay. for about a year myself. I fought for the Idaho State Championship. Uh, when I, back when I was living oh, in America. Not, man. Yeah, man. Um, it, but it was funny because you look at where, I mean, I know we're going down a rabbit hole here, but you just look at combat sports period to what it is today. There wasn't MMA back then. Like when I was boxing, cause I think you and I around no. like around the same age, you were born in 74, right? Yeah. 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 Going, yeah. So, I mean, I was like 18, 19 yeah. when I came up on the scene in boxing and there was like, there was nothing there. Right. That, like, all there really was, was like uh, kickboxing, which guys with like mullets and wore sweatpants would, would kickbox. Like you'd never, you never really see those yeah. fights around, but then you, you boxing's always been just such a center core for me that lifelong fan and, and, and obviously, you know, practitioner of the sport, but, but uh, that must've been yeah. an interesting transition though. To go, because I, you know, it, it's just funny, man. We got very similar backgrounds, but, but there was always that love of acting, of performing, and and I don't know if you ever look at boxing as, you know, going out there and truly putting on a show for 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 people, but it's oh. it stand up is very similar in in that way of like you're oh you know you're kind of backstage, you're behind yeah, the I'm scenes, sure. you're yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you can attest for that too, man. I mean. It's, it's, I think, and especially, you know, talking to a, you know, uh, a former fighter like yourself, I'm sure that like you get the same sort of butterfly. Yeah, absolutely. Know? And, and you get, you know, when you, when you're about to step on that stage and it's the same thing when you're, when, when you're crawling through those ropes, yeah. there's only you up there. There's, yeah. there's nobody else. And, <laughs> and, 
you know, especially, you know, in the amateurs, you know, I fought, you know, I fought enough in the amateurs that you're going to lose some, some fights in the amateurs. Sure. And, you know, man, it's, it, there's nothing like, <laughs> you get the same, you get, it, it's the same, the, people say the same thing to you that they do if they see you do a bad set in comedy. Yeah. They, it's always <laughs> like, they always say, they always say that one line, they go, you know what? It takes a lot of courage to get up there, you know? <laughs> You hear anybody? You hear anybody say, yeah. "Hey, it takes a lot of courage to get up there. It takes a lot of guts to get up there." You know, you either bombed at comedy or you got your ass beat in a box. Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> you're laying on the side of the you apron, know. going, "What? What just happened?" And and your girlfriend, yeah, and, yeah exactly. Yeah. All your friends, all your all, all your buddies are coming up, going, "Hey, bro! I mean, sh- hey, man! At yeah. least you had the balls to get up there. That means something, right?" Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny, <laughs> that man. is comical, man. Well, that's yeah. the thing about the stand up. I've I've seen some of your stand up. Obviously, when when I found out that I had a chance to sit down with you, but I, I had a chance to watch some of your clips, man. You, you you talk about some really funny shit, and and what's funny is that it's so relatable. <laughs> you you know, you talk about relationships. Uh, you talk about you know being a failure at life. You know, but you know before you found your profession, and and yeah. dude, it's some funny stuff. And you look super comfortable up there. <laughs> what what's it been like? You know, kind of balancing those two uh, worlds obviously you know t- i've seen how tv works it takes up a lot of your time right right how was well, that you know the, the good thing is well it let me tell you it, it was it was uh it was intimidating to come on the show uh, on the young and the reference because right. it is it is it is the number one you got to think about this show it's it's been number one in daytime television for 26 years man yeah unbelievable. and and it's just 26 years man number one in daytime television and it's like it's a fast moving train sure and you got to come in you got to be able to relate right uh you know fans have to be able to relate to your character you know you have to you have to you have to give a little something that like you know makes people want to keep seeing your character around and so you feel that pressure i think that i'm much more relaxed now that i've been on the show for a little while now sure but the first two years man I, i used to think about man i hope i'm just doing enough not to get fired Right. <laughs> you know, because you, you see, <laughs> that's basically it. You see a lot of different actors come and go. And, you know, and especially on a show like that, you know, the, you, you have to bring your A game. Yeah. And so it's been, uh, it's been interesting balance for me as far as, you know, sometimes some weeks the show is very demanding mm-hmm. and, and, um, you know, we shoot a lot of episodes and so I have a lot of memorizing to do. Right. And uh, you know you have to memorize uh, quite a bit of dialogue. Sure. But it, man, but it, man, when you when you deliver, it's so awesome. And 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 the fans' reactions, like getting reactions from the fans, you know that they love that they love what you're doing. I mean, in anything you do, if if you have people like recognizing your work, you feel great about it. That's right. why I think, that's why I think stand-up comedy is is you know it's so addictive. Is like you have a great set, it's it's immediate that immediate feedback. Right. And it and and you know from the, from the energy that you get from the audience and and so I think that working on the show has kind of it's 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 been it's a balancing act sometimes mm-hmm. because I don't get to I think put as much uh, time in the standup as I as I probably want to right. but it's it's also like I want I want to make the the character stitch. Like that's what I want my main focus to be on sure. is doing a good job for for you know playing Stitch right and and you know doing a good job on Young and the Restless man that, that that's kind of 
it's it's the tops for me. Yeah, so that must that's be a long answer. Sorry. No, 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 but it's no, but it's it, it makes a lot of sense, and I, I'm I'm guessing that in some way, I mean, for a lot of comedians, getting up on stage, getting that immediate reaction, and and you know, feeling good about that set once you step off stage. I mean, it's got to be probably one in one way a bit cathartic for you to kind of have that that outlet to go out there and and say what you want to say you know you don't have to worry about a script you don't have to worry about following lines you just get out there and you mm-hmm. you say what you yeah. want to say and you get that response from from the crowd i mean i couldn't see how that wouldn't be addictive to, to you know kind of want to stay in that stand-up game as as well does that when yeah. you when you get your comedy like when you write comedy and stuff like that are you are you more of like an observational like is this situations that you find yourself in and you just kind of whip out your iPhone and, and, and write down questions or, you know, write down bits or, or do you just kind of like sit down and yeah. It's it's, it's a lot like what you said. I whip out my phone and I, and I'll, I'll just put like, I'll, I'll, I'll do a bullet point on what it is so I can think about it later because, you know, there's this uh, comedian, uh, uh, Greg Wilson, who, who once said, he's like, comedy is lightning in a bottle. Mm-hmm. And when, and you just gotta, you gotta catch it, you yeah. know? Yeah. And because it'll go away you'll forget what you forget what, what it was you were thinking about and stuff. So yeah. I try to write down, you know, I'll, you know, I'll, uh, I'll throw stuff down on my phone and stuff like that. Yeah, man. That's, that's incredible. But, yeah, but my stuff, I also try to keep, I also, I also try to keep my stuff relatable, right? you know, yeah. stuff that I think that other people can relate to. And, you know, so I, you know, family relationships, I mean, everybody's got that, sure. you know, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> absolutely. So that's amazing, man. So, uh, tell me a bit about, tell me about Woodhead entertainment, man. I was checking out, uh, the site, you've, you've got a production company oh, right. on, on the side. Yeah. You know, man, uh, about, I'm trying to think what, maybe five years ago, four mm. or five years ago, um, uh, I think I think it was like four or five years ago. Uh, I was doing stand up at this comedy club called the Ha Ha Comedy Club in North Hollywood. Right. And uh, a comedian came up to me afterwards, and he said, "Hey, man, you know, I think one of the other comedians had joked about me looking like Brett Favre." Right. Right. And so he, so he said, "He said, uh, he said, hey, man, we wrote this 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 you know this funny um, this funny bit about Brett Favre." We wanted to shoot it, on, you know, make a YouTube video out of it, but we could never find anybody to play Favre. Right. He's like, would you, you're, he's, would you be interested in doing that? And I said, heck yeah. And uh, so we, we did a parody. We, we did a, like a whole parody of, of um, you know, when he had that sexting scandal and he right. was retiring and he wasn't retiring. And so we did a parody video of that that went viral. And I think right now it's got like almost four mil- four and a half million views. It's over and four million. They, they showed man. Part yeah. of it on, on, on yeah. unreal. Yeah. yeah, and then they showed they, yeah, they showed part of it on um, on ESPN. They they showed a little clip of it on ESPN, and we realized we had something. The three of us that you know Tony directs, Dan writes, and then I act in it. And and the, the you know we all have different ideas that we pitch in for different mm-hmm. things. And so we just started making these funny videos and it just took off. And next thing you know, Dan's working for Fandango now. Uh, You know, he interviews all kinds of celebrities. Uh, He does all kinds of bits for them. And then, and then Tony, Tony works all the time as a director. And so it's just, been cool man it's been wow. it's been really uh really awesome that's amazing man that, that's so, so dynamite yeah, yeah. I mean, you you talked a little and bit i found out yeah I, go ahead 
What's that? I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. I also found out that uh, Brett Favre saw saw the video. Right. <laughs> saw the what should, Brett Favre? What should I do? Video right. on YouTube. He saw it. My buddy, my buddy was at a, a charity event, and they were sitting at a table. Right. And uh, and I guess he, he you know he texts me. He's like, man, I'm sitting with Brett Favre. He's like, I'm going to ask him if you see your video. <laughs> and so. And so they were at dinner, and 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 he goes, I, you know, they had a couple of drink, there were a couple of drinks in, and he goes, uh, he goes, hey man, my buddy uh, did a video uh, playing you, just wondering, uh, did you see it? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> and then he goes, uh, did you think it was funny? He goes, yeah, yeah, I had a couple of chuckles. <laughs> so. So at least Brett Favre has a good sense of humor. That's what we can say. Oh man! Well, it's such a dynamite video, man. I, I I've seen it before, and and it's uh it, it's it, it, the funny part is that you've got the cadence down, you've got his voice down, you've got the the well in in, in Brett Favre's case, it's probably like a, an afternoon of uh, of of beard growth going. But uh, yeah, man, it's it's such a it's such a well well put together piece, and uh, just the oh, man, thanks, yeah, man. it's thanks. I appreciate that. Man. Yeah, it's great. Dude. Yeah, it's great. I, I can stu- see where that. Stu- yeah. I studied, yeah, I studied him for uh, for uh, for for a few weeks, just watching all his press conferences, <laughs> and you know, uh, watching him watching him talk, and it was it was, it was a lot of fun. Man. Oh, that's it awesome, man! Really time, yeah. That is dynamite. So, so tell me a bit yeah, about man. what what are you doing out in Toronto right now? What like what's good? Because I I know you're out there and you're doing you're you're doing comedy, but but was that the purpose of your trip, right. or, or or are you? Do you just go out well, and you, you crush you know, the comedy whenever uh, you're not you're not doing uh, YNR? Well, I'd like to give a shout out uh, uh, to March of Dimes because they're the reason that I they're, that I was able to make this trip. They brought us out for a uh, you know for a great fundraising event last night. All mm-hmm. things hot and spicy, it was called, and uh, it was you know it was, it, the fans came out and they they auctioned off a. Uh, a lot of, uh, you know, all kinds of different items and stuff and raise money for March of Dimes. And it was really cool. And, and so I want to thank Linda Yielding and all those people that brought me out. And then yeah. what I did was, is I said, I, you know, I, I said to Yuck Yucks, I said, hey, guys, uh, last time I was here, I asked, uh, you know, they, they were kind enough to let me uh, do a, come in and do a 15-minute set. And then I knew I was, you know, so I, I did that last time I was here for a charity. Right. And then, uh, and so then this time, this time I just worked the trip. Uh, March of Dimes is cool enough to, you know, to keep me around for a couple more days. And I, and then I worked it out with Yuck Yucks to, to let me come in and headline uh, tonight and tomorrow. Damn, man. And so it's just, uh, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to, trying to, you know, make, make the best of my time and get, you know, get in there and make some people laugh. I think we're going to have a fun show tonight. Yeah, you know, dude. It's gonna, it's it's gonna a, <laughs> yeah, it's dynamite. And and uh, <laughs> I, I I got a couple of uh, of tweets this morning, and people were going, "Hey, man, like Yak Yak's just blowing up. Is, this Sean Kerrigan guy is going to be coming and doing a set." To, I was like, "Holy shit!" Twitter is a buzz. People oh, are going that. nuts about it, man. It's it's great. And as you mentioned, oh, the March of Dimes, dude. It, it's uh, what a great great uh, cause. Uh, I'm just looking at the poster right now. Yeah. It looked like you guys had a. a great lineup of, of, uh, of special appearance guests and, and people coming out and supporting the, yeah. the cocktail party. That's awesome, man. Was, That's great. Yeah. yeah. It was really good. And then I, I also, I, you know, I, I felt bad. I forgot to mention them. I was on, uh, I did an interview this morning on global news yeah. and I forgot to give them the shout out. So I was, you know, awesome. they're, man. they're amazing. And so, 
So yeah, I couldn't. This is it's been great. It's been great being up here. That's great, man. That's dynamite. So where do you call home? Like, where, where did you grow up? Well, I grew up in Miami, believe it or not. Damn. Uh, I grew up in Miami, Florida. Wow. And then I split time between Miami and D.C. I went back and forth. My dad lived up in D.C. Right. And that's where I did a lot of my boxing um, up there. And then I'd, I'd box down in amateurs in, in Miami right. all over the place. And then and then I uh, went up and lived in New York for a little bit. I wrestled in college up there and transferred to another school, wrestled there. And then uh, wrestling and boxing were like, you know, there was those were my two main things. And then, you know, I was living in D.C. and, uh, you know, boxing. And I was like, you know, my, <laughs> this is getting tougher. This is getting, you know, I'm sure you know, you know the feeling, man. You're like, yeah, I don't know that this is going to be, uh, you know, it's, it's just no matter how good you, you get at boxing, it's just it's a bad ending. <laughs> and it's just, it's a bad ending. Yeah, you know, absolutely. You're going you're to you're gonna end up knocked around a little bit and a little brain dead. Yeah. So I just decided that uh, I was going to move out to, to L.A., but I went up to New York first, was having no success there, and so I moved out to L.A. January 2001. Right. And I just never left. It's... And that's where I call home. I still live in the same apartment that I, that I moved into when I first moved there. No way. Uh, I live in Santa Monica. It's... Uh, Four blocks on the beach. Pretty yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I grew up in, yeah, man, uh, I, I love I, it there. Yeah. I grew uh, up you know, in, uh, this cold wet. This, go ahead. What's that? <laughs> you go ahead, man. No, I was just going to say this cold weather, this cold weather up here in Toronto, though. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a different lifestyle for sure. Uh, I, I grew up in uh, Northern California, but I, I split, I split quite a bit of time down in Los Angeles. I lived in Venice beach for years and years and years. So I'm very, very familiar with Santa oh, Monica right. and the promenade right, and yeah. the whole nine yards. Yeah. But it is, it is yeah. such yeah, a, I live right on the, I live right there on the border of Venice and Santa Monica. Oh, no way. No way. Yeah, 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 man. It's yeah, uh, cool, it's man. funny. I've I've interviewed a few comedians that have come up from Los Angeles, and and there's always these uh, these famous little you know places in L.A. that everybody can kind of relate to. But but it does it does have that right. it, it 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 has that connection for people that when you go, it is. I mean, it's very difficult to leave. I mean, everything you need is right there in Los mm-hmm. Angeles, and if you can get over you know, some of the crazy ass people that are down there. And, and it, the, the, the yeah. funny part about Los Angeles is that nobody's ever doing what they're doing. You can meet somebody and be like, Hey, you know, <laughs> exactly. what do you do? Right. And they're like, Oh, I'm a director. I work yeah. at Denny's right now, but I, I do direct. And you're like, Oh dude, <laughs> like, yeah, it's crazy. But yeah. LA is yeah. such a different animal. But as you mentioned before, like you were talking about, you know, when, when you first got that gig on, on the young and the restless, I mean, I think for a lot of people that they, when they find that type of consistent and successful work, I think part of that, you know, part of that mentality is, is, yeah, I mean, like half of it is going, I just don't want to screw this up. And the other half of it is, is really trying to master mm-hmm. what you're trying to do. Is, is, is that, right. is that like a, a constant fear? Cause I, mean, I, I talk to people all the time and I'm like, man, like, you know, you never know you're in that business where you never know what's going to happen from one day to the next. At some point in your career, do you just kind of relax a bit and say, okay, I'm confident enough in the work that I do and, you know, the things that I have done that, that you kind of, you kind of, does that stress ever go away for you? Well, I don't know. I don't know that necessarily that stress ever goes away, but it eases up. Right. And, you know, you, you relax into it because your experience grows. Sure. And so, and it's like that in anything, I think, you know, the more experienced you are at something, 
the, you know, the, the, the more sure you are of yourself and the things you're doing. Right. And so there's a lot of time, you know, a lot of times, you know, I think that, you know, we all have bad days at work, sure. you know, but you know, I, I really try to, I really try to bring it. And as, as I play this character more and more, you know, your, your comfortability, comfortability just continues to grow. Sure. And, and, you know, and, and your experience, you, you know, the character, you know, the things that he would say or how he does it. And, and, you know, the things that he feels it's, 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 it's like having like an alter ego, right? You know, it really is. It's like, I have like, I have my like pretend world. Yeah. And it's, it's really, and I love going to that pretend world because Genoa city is awesome. Yeah. And it really is. (laughs) It's, 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 it's cool, man. It's, and you know, I'm, I'm on the show. I, you know, I've, I've got a son now on the show. Right, right. And um, and so I, you know, I, 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 you know, dealing with that, and 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 sometimes, you know, the you get you get wrapped up into it, and you're like, man, I have like a, I, you know, I have a, I have a TV wife. <laughs> you know, I'm in love with, I'm in love with my TV mother-in-law, secretly. You know, you got a lot of shit going on. I've got a TV son. You know, it's, it's, there's a lot going on and it's, and it's also because of great writing. Right. You know, I think that, I think that's one of the things that, that are about our show is that, you know, you trust a lot in, in the stuff that they write and, you know, we have a great writing team. Yeah. You know, we've won, we've won the Emmy the last two years in a row. It's not, it's not a shock that we have, you know, it's a great writing team and the great producers and directors that we have, you know, behind the, behind the scenes. Oh, absolutely, man. So, yeah. You know, it's just, it's, I, I love it, man. I really do. And the only, the only, the one thing that's kind of funny though is that you know whenever I do a new comedy club or something, right? You know, they're, they're always the comedians before me like clown on me a little bit, you know. <laughs> but then you just get on stage, you know, because it was just soap actor, right? It was just a, you know he's doing comedy or whatever. But you know, it is what it is. You know, I I, I started comedy before I got on the soap, and now I'm on a soap, and it's and it's an awesome soap at that. Yeah, man. You know, I was going to ask you uh, about that, too, because, like I said, I have interviewed a lot of comedians that do have a history Mm -hmm. in acting or currently acting or or what have you. And have you felt some of that pushback? Because I know a lot of other people have. I mean, I just talked to Ronald Funches, who's on uh, Undateables, and uh, we were were talking about that same same exact thing, about how all of a sudden there's a different connotation that when you come into a club, now all of a sudden people are like, oh, that's that actor dude, that TV guy who wants to get into stand-up. They don't always know that you've got a history in stand-up, that you've been been out there grinding it out for seven years. That's exactly it. I, I'm the one that's sitting in open mics, sitting there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's so funny. It, it, you know, I, I really, like, you know, I'm the one that was grinding it out, hanging out in clubs, you know, just hanging around, yeah. trying to get stage time here or trying to get stage time there. And, and, and so, you know, you just keep, you just, you kind of brush off, you know, everybody's going to, you know, everybody wants success. And so, you know, sometimes people are you know cooler about it like as far as like jealousy or anything like that sure sometimes you know uh some people some people are real cool about it other people you know probably um you know have a little envy but the main thing i just you know i'm a nice person so i just i try to be cool with everybody and um you know respect every you know the whole process of being a comedian sure and um and just try to get as much time as i can you know (laughs) uh 
I mean, that, that's basically all we're doing, man. We're just we're just out there trying to sell our product, try to sell ourselves, and, and yeah. get on stage and make people laugh. And in the end, that's that's what that's what we like, man. That's what that's what makes us happy is making other people laugh. That's yeah. why I do it. I enjoy it. I love I love making people. It's fun. Yeah, it's it's, it's great, and that's why. I, and I, and then I get to do I get to be on a TV show where I get to you know I get to make make an impact on people in a different way. You know, yeah. I, I let let them escape from their you know their their everyday lives for an hour yeah and, so and it's, it's such it's a cool man dude that must be such a trip though because like i said if we're around the same age i mean i grew up you know of course that's always on in the background whether it be with your mom or your aunt or a sister or like whatever the case is but i remember mm-hmm. growing up and watching that show and just to think that you're on that show with people that were there when it first started you know, guys like uh, uh, yeah. Eric uh, Braden, I mean, that, who plays Victor Newman. That oh, guy's Eric been around Braden? since yeah. the 80s. He started when he was in the 80s, yeah. dude. That is crazy. And he's still on the well, show. You know, yeah, and you, yeah, it's, it's, it's wild, man. And, and you know what's funny is, uh, is, you know, I had a TV wedding. Mm-hmm. I got married on TV. Right, right. right. And I wasn't, I wasn't so nervous about it until we actually, you know, we were blocking all the scenes out. And I look back and I'm, I'm looking at everybody in this audience and I'm like, oh my God, I'm in front of soap royalty right now. Yeah. I mean, Beth Maitland was there, Christian LeBlanc, wow. uh, you know, Josh Morrow, uh, you know, uh, Eric Braden, Melody Thomas Scott's there, Eileen Davidson. I'm, I'm looking out at all these different actors that are all royalty and they're standing there watching me about to, about to do my vows, about wow. to say my vows. <laughs> Abby, and I actually, I was like, oh my God, this is nerve-wracking. This is very nerve-wracking. I'm actually really nervous. It, it actually, it felt like I was actually getting married. It was it was very surreal. It was very surreal. And and, and that's what I'm saying, man, is it, it, sometimes, you know, I'm looking at these, I'm looking at these legends that I'm acting with, and I'm like, I can't believe this is, this. Is, I can't believe I'm on this show. It's so awesome. Yeah, man. It's, and I'm, I'm extremely grateful. Yeah. It, you know, I'm, I'm extremely grateful, and the reason I think I am is because I had, I struggled for a long time as an actor. Right. And so to finally have, to, to finally start making it, you know, and, and, and having some success, I think I have a, you know, I, I just a, a, a deep appreciation of the whole, you know, the whole ability, the whole, the whole thing I've been gifted is, is being on that show. Yeah, so man. I just have an appreciation for it. That's amazing. Well, you, you so. definitely, you know, definitely stand-up guy, man. You you got tons of talent, and and it, and to see and to hear that humbleness is is uh, is super refreshing, except uh, especially in the entertainment game, man. So, hey, how can people find you? I know <laughs> I found you on Twitter. Yeah, at Sean Kerrigan. Uh, of course, you got WoodheadEntertainment.com, and and of course, you're on the Young and the Restless, man. Any other shout-outs? Anything else you want to plug? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at the real Sean Kerrigan. Someone already had my name, Sean Kerrigan. So <laughs> go by the real Sean Kerrigan. And, uh, and, uh, and yeah, man, come out to Yuck Yucks tonight. Um, or tomorrow night we'll be, uh, we'll have two shows tomorrow night. And then, uh, also, uh, you know, watch Young and the Restless. Beautiful, you know, man. Number one, number one TV show. Yeah, and yeah. also be sure to follow All you right. on uh, Twitter, man. You've got a great uh, Twitter feed, and I'm going to follow you actually right now. I'm going to going to click on it, man. But hey, Sean, okay, thanks so much for doing you. this, man. Yeah, I'll follow you back. Awesome. Thanks so much I'm for uh, doing my this, pleasure. brother. Are you kidding me? I appreciate it. Have fun uh, tonight, my man. Pleasure. My pleasure. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. I really will, man. All right, brother. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye bye. Sure.
All right, folks, and there you have it. The interview with Mr. Sean Kerrigan. What a great guy. Didn't I tell you? Very humble, very talented, very funny, and a great story there. Hey, uh, thanks for sticking around, and uh, be sure to stay tuned for all of the next upcoming episodes. They even get better and better each week as they go along. And thanks for keeping us on the charts. We really appreciate it. On behalf of myself, your host, Jake Hirsch, and the whole crew at Yuck Yucks, Mr. Mark Breslin, executive producer Kira Williams, and, of course, our webmaster, Camille Sorovi. Until next time, see you next week.